Welcome to the God is Able radio broadcast, the ministry of Old Savannah Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Austin Frady, and we thank you for joining us once again today on the radio. And we would like to also thank you for your continued support throughout 2022, listening so faithfully to this broadcast. We would like to wish all of you that are listening today a very Merry Christmas, and may our hearts be stirred today through the radio broadcast, and may we be reminded of the reason for the season, that it is truly all about Jesus, that he came to this world, born in Bethlehem's manger, that he might go to the cross to die for our sins so that you and I could go to heaven. We love all of you, and we thank God for all of our listeners today. We're going to begin the broadcast today in prayer, so if you would, Bow your head with me where you are, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, and we do thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to come on the radio broadcast on this Christmas morning, 2022. And Lord, we do pray for every person that's listening today. I pray that, God, their heart would be stirred and their heart would be touched, and may we be reminded of the very reason for the season. Lord, with the busyness of our lives, it is very easy for us to forget what things are really all about. But, Lord, may our heart be stirred. And may, Lord, we be pointed to you that it's all about you and it's all about what you did for us. And we are who we are by the grace of God, as the Apostle Paul said. And Lord, if you had not come to this world, if you had not died on the cross, we would be a most miserable people still in darkness on our way to hell. But Lord, we're thankful that you shed your blood so that we could go to heaven. Lord, we love you and we praise you. Bless the broadcast today and all of our listeners, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
is the night of the dear Savior's birth.
in a circle of love. God sent his son, his great gift to us. Salvation for all. He loved us that much. We honor and praise that gift from above. He holds all of us in a circle of love. Circle of was born on that Christmas night and oh what a night that holy night was when Bethlehem glowed in a circle of love happy birthday to you we praise and we sing we celebrate you we're so glad you came happy birthday dear jesus let us lift you up how thankful we are for all of your love so jesus was born wore his crown of thorns and he gave it all up to save all of us circle of love halo of light when Jesus was born on that Christmas night and oh what a
Shepherds counting sheep at night Do not fear the glory light You are precious in His sight God has come to raise the lowly Is that room in your heart? Is that room in your heart? Is that room in your heart for God to write His story? You can come as you are. It may set you apart when you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory room in your heart make room in your heart mother holds the promise tight every wrong will be made right the road is straight the burdens light for in his hands he holds tomorrow. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his story? You can come as you are. It may set you apart when you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory make room in your heart make room in your heart make room in your heart
Chapter number two, the Bible says, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And it, so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away, Away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. When they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. As we find in Luke's gospel, we find the account of the Christmas story. And as I look into Luke's gospel, every time that I read that, my heart is so stirred. Because in this account, we find Jesus came to this earth. Now, as we think about that, we are sitting tonight in the sanctuary, and we're sitting uh, in almost darkness, not complete darkness, but we are in darkness tonight. And Jesus came into this world. The account that we read in Luke chapter number 2, it is such a stirring story because of the reason behind him coming. As Miss Peyton sung the song so fitting, he came for you and he came for me. 
In Matthew's gospel, chapter number 4, we find in verse number 16 that the Bible says, The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region of the shadow of death, light is sprung up. And I'm thankful tonight that I can relate to this verse of Scripture that I once too set in darkness. We think also about the timing of Luke chapter number 2. It was a time period in your Bible of great darkness. It was a time whenever the world was in darkness. God had not spoken directly to anybody until he spoke to Zacharias for around 430 years or so. And it was a dark time in many different ways. It was a dark time politically. It was a dark time morally. It was a dark time spiritually for all of the world in Luke chapter number 2. And in reality, Mark chapter number 4 is is, uh, set in the context of Jesus beginning his ministry. But for many years, there were people that had been setting in darkness. You and I too were setting in darkness until Jesus came into our life. I find that as the Bible speaks about people which set in darkness uh, in the region of the shadow of death. Death is that one thing that hovers over all of our lives. We know that from the day that we are born that there will be a day that we leave this walk of life. And the shadow of that hovering over our life, it does something to humanity. Uh, A little over two years ago, we found out that people are afraid to die. But I'm thankful to report to you that when we read Luke's gospel and we read the account of Jesus coming into this world, there is hope for those that sit in darkness and those that have the shadow of death over them. Now, I'm glad to report to you that Jesus came to this world, God coming to man so that man could get to God, Jesus leaving heaven so that we could go to heaven. And I'm thankful that he died so that you and I can live tonight. Now, we've got a candle in our hand tonight, and I've got to find me one. As we sit in darkness tonight, may we let this candle represent what Jesus has done in our lives. Those of you that are saved by the grace of God, you can relate to what I'm talking about when I speak of setting in darkness. This candle, here it is, it has no fire, it has no flame, it has no power, it has no hope until something happens. It has to get around the source. I cannot light this candle by myself just as I could not save myself. I can bring this candle to church, but it'll never light itself just being in church. I can take it to the altar, but just in the altar by itself doesn't light this candle. I can lay it on the pulpit and I can I can put it in the choir loft. I can set it in the pew, but it'll never light itself. But whenever it gets around the source of fire, this candle can be lit. A picture of what Jesus does in our lives when we are saved by the grace of God. We live our lives in darkness and sin, the shadow of death around us. But whenever we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And whenever the light of the world comes into your heart, things in your life begin to change. This candle Uh, relatively we could say that it is dead until it begins to burn with that fire and with that light. Matthew chapter number 5, Jesus has laid the groundwork in Matthew chapter 4 that light has come into the world for those that sit in darkness and are in the shadow of death. Uh, John, uh, he Jesus, one of his I am statements is I am the light of the world. But in John 5, he says something a little different. He says, ye are the light of the world. 
And so this candle right here begins to burn. Picture of what Jesus has done in my heart personally. And for the most part, everybody in here has a candle tonight, as far as I know, in representation of the fact that salvation is a personal thing. Just because my candle's burning doesn't mean that yours is burning. Salvation is a personal thing. But tonight, as the light of the world, Brother Jesse, I'm commanded in the Scripture to be that and to do my part to help pass that along. That means it's my job to be a witness. It's my job to be a light, to love and to care and to have the compassion of Jesus and to show the world Jesus through my life. And then we began to pass that along to our brothers and to our sisters. And this is the way God designed the gospel to work. It begins individually, it begins personally, and then we begin to share that with others. And so as we come tonight to be reminded of the true meaning of Christmas, we come tonight to be reminded of what this season is really all about. We are reminded that we have what we have, the light in our life, because somebody give that to us, Jesus. And we have what we have, and, and just because I went over here and I lit Brother Jesse's candle and I lit Brother Matt's candle, guess what? My candle's still burning. Now, I have this problem that I feel like sometimes if I, if I give my money away that I'm not going to have any more money. Or if I, if I gave you my car, I'd be out of the car, so on and so forth. And so sometimes that mentality, it carries through even in our witness, does it not? We're afraid if we give too much, then we're going to run out. But notice that one little candle, one little light. It's beginning to light up this entire church. And if you notice that as these candles, Miss Ryan, began to be lit, those of you that are in the front, would you just turn around and begin to look back through the congregation tonight? Do you notice that the darkness is beginning to be dispelled? It's not near as dark in here as it was just a few minutes ago because there's a whole bunch of little lights. And Brother Randy, sometimes I feel so small, but a little light in darkness goes a long ways. And it all, Brother Colton, is because Jesus left the splendors of heaven, came to this earth as a babe in a manger. And I was thinking while the choir was singing those beautiful songs, I was thinking about how Mary is holding God in her arms. Isaiah said that his name shall be wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. And the creator of this universe that placed every star in its place, that set forth every system that makes our universe exist, designed the human body to be the feet that it is. Mary held him in her arms. She's holding the Savior. What a privilege that that is. You and I also are very privileged tonight because Jesus made himself available by going to an old rugged cross and dying for our sins so that tonight you and I don't just have to hold him, but we can have him inside of our hearts. So this week as we get ready for Christmas time and 
on Sunday, we'll celebrate Christmas Day. May our hearts be stirred what it's really all about, that it's about more than the presents that we'll receive or even the presents that we will give. All that just points to the greatest gift that mankind has ever been given. I I was thinking about them wise men today. They brought gifts unto Jesus, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, their treasures, and they give them to the Lord. But they left there that day with something in their heart that was far greater than anything they ever thought about giving to him. And tonight, you too either possess that greatest gift, salvation, or you sit here tonight as a recipient or a candidate to receive the gift of salvation. You see, Jesus died for all of us. There's nobody that he refused not. He said, all that come unto me, he said, I had no wise cast them out. If you'll come to Jesus tonight in faith, believing with a repentant, humble, contrite heart, God will not turn you away either. And he can light the candle in your life. And oh my, I can't even begin to express to you the joy of what it means to have salvation not just as a word, not just a name on a church card, but to have salvation deep in our hearts. Well, that's all the time that we have on the radio for today. But if you'd like to hear this message in its entirety or be a part of one of our online services, we invite you to find us on Facebook at Old Savannah Baptist Church, on our website, oldsavannah.org, or on our YouTube channel. And also, we would love to hear from you. You can send correspondence through Facebook Messenger, or you can send an old-fashioned letter to P.O. Box 628, Dillsborough, North Carolina, 28725. Thank you for joining us on the radio.